Support comes from Pacific Science Center, working to inspire the next generation of scientists and increase access to STEM education statewide through digital discovery workshops, science on wheels, and summer camps. More ways to support these efforts at PACSci.org. Hi, this is Week in Review host Bill Radke, and I'm back with another Words in Review, which today takes us to Hollywood. At the Academy Awards last week, Jamie Lee Curtis took the stage to accept the Oscar for Best Supporting Actress, and she used a phrase that you may or may not know. To all of the people who have supported the genre movies that I have made for all these years, the thousands and hundreds of thousands of people, we just won an Oscar together! She thanked us for supporting her genre movies, which is a strange phrase, since every movie has a genre. Saying genre movie is like going to Molly Moon and asking for some flavor ice cream. What did she mean by genre movies, and how come they're such lovable underdogs? Well, I know the perfect people to ask. There's a film festival starting this week called Make Believe Seattle, a genre film festival. The director is Billy Ray Bruton. Welcome. Thanks for having me. And Isabella Price is with us, the film's program manager at Langston and for Seattle Black Film Festival. Welcome, Isabella. Hi, thank you for having me. Now, Jamie Lee Curtis got very famous from the Halloween movies. When I hear genre movie, I do think horror. Horror is probably what most people think of when they hear the term genre, Mm -hmm. but genre is expansive. It covers horror, Sci-fi, fantasy, martial arts, anime, animation, anything that is like super imaginative and super creative, combining a bunch of different genres. And I think that like now that we have more genres, we have like the Afrofuturist, the Afrospeculative, Afrohorror, Asian horror, Asian speculative, you know, Asian futurism, uh, indigenous futurism, which is another thing that I'm really into right now. What's the difference between futurism and speculative? It's, I, that's such a great question. We're always having this conversation. So futurism, one is, is that it was coined by a white journalist who was looking at sort of the ways in which Octavia Butler, for example, was writing about the black experience. And it seemed futuristic to imagine a world that still had black people in it. But speculativeness is this idea that was coined by black authors, which is this idea of thinking about blackness in other perspectives and other lenses, speculating on the world outside of whiteness. So it becomes this more expansive sort of a thing where you think of futurism, you think of Black Panther, you think of science fiction, technology, future space travel, you think of Star Trek, things like that. But actually the speculative is like, what if we thought of today's world from a lens outside of colonialism, outside of the patriarchal hegemony? To imagine those things for the history of black people, we didn't have the kind of power to be able to imagine a different world. So now that we can imagine a different world, a world outside of the barriers of isms, racism, uh, classism, sexism, that's the imagination. We don't always want to go to Mars. Sometimes we just want to have a good life, healthy life, clean water, clean air, a good job. To us, to black people, all of those things is as just as speculative as going to Mars and living with aliens. Yeah. Isabella, why do you think genre films were not or are not considered prestige films? Or is that is that outdated? 
Well, it's becoming outdated. Absolutely. It used to be this sort of a thing where it was like you were into Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter or like horror movies. You were a weirdo. You were kind of strange. You were seeing midnight movies and things like that. Right. And I think that one of the things that has always been the mindset is that those movies are childish. Genre movies are childish. You turn your brain off. They're not thoughtful. They're not deep. They don't have a lot of substance to them. They're just kind of movies that you watch and you see a pretty cheerleader get a knife in the back. And that's kind of the end of the movie. But that's becoming different now because I think there's a generation of filmmakers who grew up on Jaws, who grew up on uh, De Palma films, who grew up on those midnight movies, who are now taking those films and making substantive movies out of those films. And you can't deny that a movie like Get Out or a movie like Everything Everywhere All at Once or Skinamarink or The Babadook, you can't deny that those movies have huge substance and often are some of the most deeply felt deeply because it taps into our fears, our anxieties, one of our deeply, most deeply held emotions that we have. Well, what unites genre films? What do they all have in common? Weirdness. Weirdness. I I think, (laughs) you know, our term for genre with make-believe was anything that deals with a heightened imagination. Mm -hmm. I think that's that's a simple way of saying it. Yeah, and I think that this kind of way of looking at the genre movies as being like a way of talking about things that are really hard in society to talk about and the way that they can expand who gets to tell movies, who gets their stories told, and the way that it kind of becomes an issue of equity also. Uh, The Gina Davis Institute, when they were studying like the representation of women, for example, in media, what they found was is that horror movies have the highest representation of women in all media. Women have more speaking roles. They have more time on screen. Uh, there's this concept called the final girl, which is the girl that makes it to the end of the horror movie. <laughs> um, and it's this idea that like horror movies are a way in which black people, brown people, uh, Guillermo del Toro, Jordan Peele, get to tell their stories about culture and society in a way that's sort of almost born palatable. Uh, women get to talk about sexual exploitation and sexual violence in this way. But why would that be more true in genre movies? Well, I think because of the fact that, like, you don't really know what to expect. Like, the rules yeah. for genre is kind of out the door, you oh. know? So you can kind of tell any kind of a story in a genre movie and and the, the barriers, it doesn't, like, a historical movie or an action movie, there's rules for what qualifies as a movie genre could be anything you want it to be and it and it's also a lot to do with the financial as well like mm-hmm. if you're an up-and-coming filmmaker and you're wanting to make a movie but you don't have the money you don't have the resources you don't have those like studio industry connections anybody we've shown can go out and make a genre movie for very little money yeah and then so it's a great way for folks who you know because let's be clear studios don't give money to black women to direct films in the same way they do, you know, white men. And so how do you go get money? If you're, if you're a black woman, you want to make a movie, where do you go to find the money? Well, if you can't find the money, but you can find $20,000, you can maybe make a pretty amazing horror film that might go somewhere. Yeah. And so you don't have to go through the man, so to speak, to get something done. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What about genre films makes the budget lower? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, because the sky is the limit, honestly. Like, yeah. I mean, you can do anything with a genre film So, because your imagination is the limit, exactly. right? And so you look at a film like Skinamarink, which just came yeah. out, and it's was made for just a few thousand dollars. It wasn't even a lot of money. And it made several million dollars at the box office, and it went on to stream. Mm-hmm. Something like Terrifier 2, which did really well last year. Mm-hmm. Like, 
it's just all it takes is a commitment to the story and right. like willing to do anything to make that story happen. Usually the best genre movies are the ones that have the super small budget where you're having to make you're having to make up for budget with imagination. And what scares us is very simple. And like I'm just thinking about it in terms of a horror film, like you know, things that scare us are very easy to depict on screen sometimes. Like, what is Skinamarink about? It's about kids who are left alone at home, their parents are gone, and they're dealing with those childhood fears that we all have. You don't need explosions. You don't need CGI to convey that. You can do that with a camera, a room, and a couple of actors mm-hmm. and have it be just as effective as anything that, you know, Lucasfilm would be involved yeah. with. Could you see the term genre film evolving away into something more descriptive? We've talked about imagination, weird, fantastical. I think the term's here to stay. I don't think it's going to go anywhere necessarily. I think it's just going to evolve. I think you're going to see a lot of different types of subgenres kind of come into the fold. Like I said, that's what we're trying to do at Make Believe is bring in different subgenres into the fold and see if it sticks. And so don't be afraid if you see something that's a genre film, go check it out. It's not necessarily going to, you know, scare the wits out of you. Most of what we're screening at Make Believe is not horror. We've got sci-fi and fantasy and animation and family films, for God's sakes. So give it a try. Don't be afraid. The best thing about genre is like most of the time seeing a movie and you're like, I don't know what, what the, what even was this movie? I don't know what it was. It's the greatest movie I've ever seen in my life. I have no definition for it. I have no box to put it in. Those are the best genre movies. Isabella Price with the Seattle Black Film Festival. It's coming in April. And Billy Ray Bruton is with this week's Make Believe Seattle, a genre film festival. So they're saying... A genre film is one that is super imaginative. I wonder how Steven Spielberg feels about that. He had a movie up for Best Picture, The Fablemans. It was fiction, but it was realistic. It was based on his life. What about The Banshees of Inisherin or Top Gun Maverick? They were imaginative, but the winner, everything, everywhere, all at once. I haven't seen it, but when I say that to people around here, they say, What? You have to see it. Oh, my God, it'll blow your mind. And I think we Seattleites love having our minds blown, I think, more than most American cities. I mean, that movie is a global hit, but don't you feel like our region really welcomes the fantastical, or as my guests called it, the weird? We love our role-playing games, our cosplaying fantasy conventions and Futuristic tech, love it or hate it. Maybe that weirdness love explains why our city can support a genre film festival called Make Believe Seattle. It starts on Thursday, March 23rd, and the opening film is called Aliens Abducted My Parents and Now I Feel Kind of Left Out. You were taken. Aliens? He's not an idiot. He's actually really, really smart. If anything, he's the smartest person in this stupid town. You really think they're still out there? Yeah, I do. That's our show today. Have you heard a word or a phrase in the news that made you want to know more? Let me know, and I'll take a swing at it. My email address is bradkey at kuow.org. B-R-A-D-K-E at kuow.org. And I'll be back this Friday with Week in Review and back next week with another episode of Words in Review. See you then.